All right, guys, we are back for another episode of the Hustle Podcast. And today I'm really excited because we have a special guest, um, Christian um, Marcel. And um, today he's going to share his journey of starting out as a physical therapist. Actually, I kind of just know where you are right now in your journey as a business owner. Um, But I'm sure there's a lot to explore, uh, tangible things that you learned along the way, um, running now your own business, private um, physical therapy business that now you serve in our communities. So let's start a little bit with your background, kind of how you got started, born, raised here. I'm, you know, honestly, the the, the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was actually raised for quite a while in Hayfork up in Trinity County. Okay, the um, windy I, road. The windiest road of all time. <laughs> uh, the windiest road, yeah. Dude, like we'll tell people like it's an hour to get there and they'll be like, that was like five. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, my parents moved up there when I was six or seven and my grandpa was like the little small town doctor. Okay. Up there from like for like fifty something years, so yeah. um, moved up there um, and then ended up going to high school down here in Reading. Okay. Um, and from there went to physical therapy school down in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Always loved the ocean, loved the beach, loved surfing. So like always knew I was going to graduate and go to like Santa Cruz or Santa Barbara or yeah. Hawaii or have family in those different areas. And was dating my wife at the time, who was up here. Mm-hmm. And so back to Shasta County. Girls always bring you back. That's right. Back to Reading. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then got my first job up here. Started working at a little place in Anderson, Kevin Snyder Physical Therapy. Okay. And was there for six years. Um, and it was a great spot. Loved the people I got to work with. Loved the environment that I was in. Um, and just kind of like over time, got kind of burned out in like the kind of corporate healthcare system, um, mm-hmm. the high pace and the high volume and um, going home with, you know, taking charting home at night mm-hmm. as, you know, families falling asleep. I'm sitting there yeah. charting and doing all that kind of thing. And, uh, and yeah, just, just um, kind of like burn out on, on corporate healthcare a little bit. And so ended up changing at the time, not to what I'm doing now, but to home health. Mm-hmm. So Probably like, I know you worked at the hospital. Yep. So like people discharge the hospital, yep. go to home health. I would see them there after like a cardiac bypass or a knee replacement or something like that. Okay. Um, still I would, through like insurance and everything. Still like through that. insurance. Yep. Still kind of like traditional healthcare. Yep. Um, I was a medical home care professionals here in town. It was an awesome job. Um, yeah. A lot of flexibility with it. And I'd actually go in and like help get um, surgeries at Apogee Surgery Center up and kind of like walk them around that day. So it wasn't like in hospital stuff. So I'd sometimes see people there typically see people, people at their house. Okay. And so, um, during that time frame, just, um, had a little bit of a slow phase. It was like kind of during COVID, uh, things slowed down a little bit with like surgeries and that type of thing. And so, um, one of my friends, uh, Alan, who's a physical therapist in Chico was like, Hey, um, you can, you can see people one-on-one. I'm starting to do this thing where I can see people one-on-one, hour-long treatments, you get to like really connect and kind of go deep with people. And, and it's way more efficient kind of right. setting of helping people right. that are super motivated. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of like started the journey a little bit nice. um, with where I'm at now. Yeah. That was, that was like two, uh, April, 2001, I think. Okay. So it's been almost like two now, almost going to three years. Yeah. yeah basically like and going independent in physical therapy. Yeah. So basically, um, yeah, it's just and basically what I do is I see people for an hour long and we do one-on-one visits. All part of the time is working with them like mm-hmm. manually. Part of the time is like building out like a program that they're going to work on between visits. 
So I'll see people way less frequently um, than I typically would, but mm-hmm. I will get like have an app-based program that they're going to work on between. Right. Um, and so it's really like the style for somebody who like will work with like active adults, athletes. You want to mm-hmm. walk the river trail without yep. pain. Also, you want to, you know, play at a high level, like whatever Just football. Or, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So with the um, active PT, um, and I know that's kind of like your Instagram handle of people yeah. like want to, you know, find um, you online and everything like that. And I know that every day you kind of post stretches and different like mobility. And yeah, that's kind of like your heart behind it. Um, as you switch from more of the corporate side of like insurance into more of an individual care of, you know, specialized to that person, like what really made that switch besides flexibility and schedule? Was it? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, it's been less flexible of a schedule because home health was so flexible that this is like, um, like I would say the big thing that led to it was like, I loved what I did Mm -hmm. getting to work with people and getting to help them get better. Yeah. But I really wanted to be able to like feel like I'm fully like giving to them and mm-hmm. developing a relationship with them and like supporting them at at, at a more in-depth level um, mm-hmm. that that you often need when you're dealing with complex issues. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's that, that's what it allows. Time yeah. allows like, hey, we can go into what's your nutrition, what's your sleep, what's your hydration, what's, you know, how frequently do you exercise? Yeah. Are you overtraining? Yeah. Are you not doing enough? You mm-hmm. know, like it just kind of lets a relationship develop that, um, that really, I think what I got to see with my grandpa on Hayfork was like, everybody in the community loved the guy. Yeah. And it was because he really put, you know, his, his, he put himself into it. Mm -hmm. And I found that I couldn't do that in the traditional setting. You know, it was like, Hey, I got five minutes for you, five minutes for you, five minutes for you. Like go, go, go. Yeah. And no knock on it. Like it does help people. Yeah. Right. People get better in that setting. But I don't think it's for every person and it's not for every therapist. And so for me, it just was like I couldn't see myself doing it until I'm 65. Right. And so it was like, okay, um, yeah, I just wanted to like go deeper with relationship, with connecting with people, with like helping them Mm -hmm. get to a higher level. Mm -hmm. And um, never thought, never, never really thought that it would go where it's taken me to. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been awesome kind of like just going through the process of it and growing through the process of it because it's very much been that kind of journey. As you kind of like transition into this kind of business model, and I mean, anybody kind of listening to our podcast always is like gleaning from some type of uh, structure or as we call it, the hustle of getting to where you are, obviously leaving something that was so secure. Hey, you probably have a more guaranteed clientele list going insurance route um, versus venturing on your own, being more independent. You know, what would you say was the lessons you've learned from adjusting from Basically, going to something that you're probably a W two employee to self employed. Yes. Basically, yeah, go self employed. <laughs> yeah, there was a big. I would say the scariest part of it. So, kind of like initially, um, was that when I was kind of half at medical home care, half on my own, and it was like, okay, like I have a decision to make mm-hmm. because if home health gets busier, I cannot go back to my full schedule with right. like the clientele that I've that I'm working with. Right. And so I guess one really one thing that I really like the the thought of and it really helped me in the moment was the idea of like how motivated versus how fearful am I about it. Mm-hmm. And so um, a quote that I like is you know if your if your motivation like if your why is stronger than your fear then mm-hmm. you're going to like move forward with something. Yeah. So I was very fearful in the moment of like hey should I leave this security to do something different on my own. Right. But I also had like a strong why of hey I feel like 
I don't know, you only live life once, you yeah. know, it's like, I want to do something that I feel really motivated and passionate towards. Mm -hmm. And I saw like many family members in my family do that. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily doing it on their own, but just doing something they felt passionate about Totally. and not working a job where you kind of feel like you're stuck a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it's safe, but you're stuck. Right. Yep. And, um, and so I think that like, I just started to realize like, Hey, I'm nervous about this. I have five kids, I have a yeah. wife that I got to support. And so it's like, just a few kids, just a couple kids. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, yeah. Um, you know, that, that was, that was like, I guess the big thing for me was just like, when I got down to it, I know this is something I want to do. Mm -hmm. And at the very worst, I go back and take a job doing yep. what I had done before. You know, it's like that, as weird as that sounds, thinking of worst case scenario was like, I can mm -hmm. do this. Okay, let's give it a shot. Yeah, like what's worst case scenario? I think it's kind of similar. Like when I was in nursing, it was it was the idea of I have a pension, I have benefits, I have secured work, I just have to work three twelves and I'm yeah. done. Like why would I jump into something so uh, unknown? I didn't know how to run a business, had no idea of framework, real estate. Yeah, like mm -hmm. and I was just like, but there's like that little part of you that knows your why, knows what you're kind of trying to achieve. Uh, to be able to kind of keep propelling you. And that's what I always tell. I mean, it probably is anybody similar who, I don't know if people come up to you and be like, hey, how do you do it? You know, controlling mm -hmm. your own schedule, being basically self-employed. Um, and we have the same similar type of people that come to us. Hey, how do you do real estate? I, oh, man, I just wish I'll have nurses come up to me and they're like, I, yeah. <laughs> they're like, how did, how did you get out? <laughs> you know, um, it, cause it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to, to be under that structure, but there's people that thrive in that environment and love being in that environment. And there's people like myself that learned building something of my own, controlling the narrative, knowing my why, being the master of my schedule had more power and more success at I was excited to wake up every day versus, okay, mm -hmm. I'm just clocking in yeah. at eight o'clock and I go home at five, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it, do you have a lot of people that like want to re uh, repeat your model of like trying to go independent physical therapy? I mean, I think that like, it's a, it's definitely a growing thought and, yeah. and idea. Um, yeah. you know, and I would say it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you got to make it happen. And, um, but at the same time, yeah, I think that it is a growing thing that people are looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's also one of those things too, where, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do something really deciding like, Hey, I'm committing to doing this and I know mm -hmm. why I'm doing it. Like once I had that, I think that, that, that kind of sealed it for me. Yeah. Like, Hey, this is something I'm going to go for. Totally. Um, and so, but I do think that, yeah, I think there are people that are looking to do it. There's people that, you know, I've helped support and kind of get going with it here in Reading. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's with, I like your thought too, which is like, Hey, there's a lot of people where they're very clinical focused. Like mm -hmm. if, if my goal is like, I just want to be a clinician, I probably am going to have a hard time, you know, going outside of the box with that. That's been my biggest growth. Like over yeah. the last like few years is like, how do I become a better version of myself? Yes. For my clients and people I'm working with, mm -hmm. but also how do I have a stressful day at work and go home and like be a good person yeah. to my kids and my wife when turn maybe on, I've had a, yeah, hundred percent like a tough day or, or in hiring physical therapists, like how do I empower them and be my best version, help them. And so mm -hmm. like, you know, I think it's something that people are going towards and it's something that you kind of got to decide, Hey, do I have the bandwidth for trying in the desire? Really? I guess mm -hmm. the why behind it for like navigating these other parts of it that are mm -hmm. just outside of like me stretching somebody or you yeah. know, whatever, like giving them a strength program. Kind yeah. Of With kind of your adjustment into more of like your independent route, um, what would you say your biggest mistake 
was? <laughs> my biggest, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, I think my biggest mistake was probably that like I tend to act on things mm-hmm. without necessarily having like a business plan or yeah. like all the details figured out. I think that's a strength and a weakness. Passion and rules, so, that's figure right, it out. That's right. So like um, I worked with a mentor mm-hmm. and like they would give me guidance on stuff, right? Yeah. And so that was massive because without, I needed that. I can, mm-hmm. a- they're like, hey, su- action is going to create success. So I'm like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely needed like some guidance towards it. So I would say at, from the very beginning, my biggest issue has probably been just like making it, Figuring it out, learning as I grow yeah, is a strength and a weakness. Yeah. And, um, you know, that leads to like maybe something that's not as organized as you would like if you had done all the research, built everything ahead of time in your mind and the plan mm-hmm. and then started with it. Yeah. Um, and so I don't regret that. It's, it is where it is. And it's just like giving me an opportunity to be like, this is something I got to work on. This is a weakness that I need to have some accountability to help grow with. Yeah. Um, and so that's definitely been, you know, probably the biggest learning curve is like, okay, uh, detail mm-hmm. needs to detail be does matter yes. when you're self-employed. Hundred <laughs> percent. It was like you don't have like your documentation figured out for physical therapy, or you don't have like thought, haven't thought about taxes, or haven't, yep. you know, it's like all that yeah. stuff. It's like, okay, I need somebody to help me with some of these things that are my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, my wife is like good in areas that I'm not. That's great. But we also have five <laughs> little kids, and so her bandwidth is or five varying ages of kids. And so Mm -hmm. her bandwidth is like limited to some things too. And so, um, it's been finding the right people to help with that. Yeah. I think it's kind of when we got into our real estate business, I think the best, best advice I ever heard, cause I mean, we kind of did something similar. Dylan was like thinking about franchising in Dutch bros. And I was like, I don't really see us moving to this particular area and, you know, being a coffee owner and I'm at nursing, like this just doesn't feel right. Like what if we just got into real estate? So I was like, okay, yeah, let's like get into real estate. I mean, he had some background in it with his parents and everything like that, but it was kind of more of like, it fell into this, like I think we can make this work. Yeah. But it's not necessarily something you were going to focus on from the beginning. I remember like our second year in real estate um, (laughs) taxes, for example, I (laughs) I would do them on my own. I was Uh like TurboTax, you know, and then I remember I hit TurboTax and it was like shot up to like, you owe all of this tax. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. What? Like, I was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. We definitely don't know. Yeah. And I think um, kind of in your growth journey and like our growth journey and anybody who's listening, I think the biggest thing that people stumble upon in being self-employed or trying to grow a business or trying to start something is that they forget that you're not intended to wear all hats. And I Mm -hmm. think too many people feel like if I'm self-employed, I have to be the marketer. I have to be this. And for a while, maybe starting the business, you're wearing all the hats. But I, the best advice I ever got was like, stay in your lane of what you're good at. Like if you're doing admin stuff, that's $10, like, and also know your hour hourly worth. Like Mm. if your hourly worth is $350 an hour, I'm just making up numbers, but if it's that, if that's your worth and you're so focused on paperwork and admin, it's, it's that, Hey, I've reached the limit of what I can do on my own. Now I need to hire out so that I can continue the growth. And I think too many people, and I was like it for a while where I was like, Oh, like I can do my own paperwork. I can do all of this, but we would reach a certain ceiling. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, let's offload it to somebody who wants to do that and thrives in that. And I think as 
as soon as you can, uh, I've read this book. Um, my coach and my mentor actually told me about it. It was called buy back your time. And mm-hmm. it was this, uh, it's also called buy back your time, but I was like, I feel like this book is written for me. Um, but <laughs> in essence, the framework of it and kind of regrouping to a couple other thoughts we had previously discussed the essence of the, t- uh, the book was basically like understanding, you know, w- what your hourly rate is and letting go of certain things that you just don't need to mm-hmm. like control. Yeah. Um, Trusting somebody else to yeah. be able to do it and yeah. get it done. And I think, you know, um, in your physical therapy journey, and we've talked a little bit, and as you're trying to grow and scale and add, you know, physical therapists and grow a clientele base and everything like that, um, it's learning who can move the needle a little bit farther. So it just gives you a little bit more bandwidth to actually run with your passion and your why and what you do. Um, and I think when you can kind of see that key player, take that risk, even if it's cost a little bit or you fail and you realize you need a different person. I feel like that's the fun part about being self-employed. Yeah. You get to kind of mold and figure out what you need. Yeah, for sure. And just listen to what you're saying. You're speaking to me because there's stuff (laughs) still that's like, okay, I could let this go a little bit, you know, but it's, yeah, it's just finding that balance of like, okay, when are you ready for that? And Mm -hmm. is there a right, the right person that's there or Mm -hmm. do you need to go find the right person to take over those things? Yeah. Um, I'd say that's tough. And then empowering them to be successful doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, Hey, I, if I'm going to expect you to do it, I'm not doing my job if I haven't empowered you to do it properly, yeah. you know? And so I think that's something that's a hu- been a huge growth thing for me, you mm-hmm. know, just like, how do I empower the people? I've mm-hmm. never viewed myself as a leader. I've kind of always viewed myself as like, um, I, I can get the job done on my own, ne- yep. you know, but like, I haven't necessarily been like, Hey, I I'm a leader of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like having kids, having a family, like is part of that you know, like develops that side of you. Uh, for me, it has at least, um, adopting a little boy and realizing like, Hey, he's our responsibility. Our kids are mm-hmm. responsibility started that journey. And then like kind of the next step of that was like, okay, I'm going to hire somebody. And then like, you know, in a lot of ways, their livelihood is dependent on me being able to get the job done for them. Mm-hmm. And so just like realizing, okay, you need to work on, you know, like how, like some personal growth, mm-hmm. you know, like, Hey, when you're in a triggered state, how do you respond to somebody? Mm -hmm. Um, When stuff doesn't go super smooth, how do you treat that person? How do you, you know, still kind of like stick with it and help them to grow? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that I would say that's been a big part of that. Like trusting someone to do it is like, did you, did -hmm. you show them well, thoroughly um, how to do it? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of model it for them. Yeah. And so, or it's almost like, you know, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very, the similar way. Like I can just do it all. Like, that's totally fine. Like I got yes. it. I know how to do it. I know what vision. And, uh, the other thing that I always have to repeat, uh, repeat over and over myself is as, as funny as it seems, I can be a perfectionist in a lot of ways, like social media. I am a perfectionist to the T how it looks, what <laughs> we do, what song it is, what it looks like. And, uh, done is better than perfect. And yeah. it's just the idea of like in your business, whether it's marketing or whether it's the next hire or it's the next product that you put out or whatever the journey is, it's like done is better than perfect. And Mm -hmm. I think, 
Um, a lot of people in their self-employed, you know, growth of growing something get so stuck on, it has to be a perfect move because this is how much I'm risking. Mm -hmm. And if I risk and I fail, then I lose it all. So I rather keep it safe and, and not like leverage out and whatnot. And I think in your journey, obviously like going, venturing out into an independent, like physical therapy you know, the, what's like the next goal for you, like for that, like what's your vision for 2024 growing into your business? Yeah. Um, good question. I think one (laughs) of the things that is definitely on the radar because it's coming is Mm -hmm. there is a PT Michael who I've worked with for the last year and a half. He was the first physical therapist hired and he is, um, he's transitioning, moving across country. And so, um, you know, I'm helping empower the new physical therapist, Emily, who's um, coming in and taking his caseload over and like kind of yeah. finding her spot um, with Jamie, myself, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of like going back to keep doing the things that got you there. So the continue. Yep. C- continue to like empower them. I don't have a desire to like grow some huge conglomerate, like, you know, corporation. Mm-hmm. I want like, I want a team of people that um, work well together, that care for one another, that, um, kind of like have like a servant mentality of like helping people. Mm-hmm. I don't have a desire to, you know, have a ton of other locations or other things. With that being said, Michael's moving to South Carolina and he is going to be starting an active physical therapy out there. Mm-hmm. And so like, we're, we're, um, we're working together to do that. Like he's a type of person who I can put my trust in, um, who has proven himself over the last year and a half. And if he hadn't, I don't have the bandwidth to, you know, to be like, Hey, I want to start a PT location in New York. So let's go there. You know, it's like, he's a good, he's the perfect person to do that. We have a good, um, friendship and relationship. And so like helping him to be successful, hopefully kind of walking down a similar path of what I did here is Mm -hmm. a goal. Um, and and then just kind of like refining and improving and, um, making things sustainable. I'd Mm -hmm. say I've been doing this two and a half years and if I look back, I don't know that it's a sustainable pace for the next two and a half years for like all the hats that I've worn, right? Mm-hmm. So like, hey, what hat that I'm not good at that maybe is draining, can I take off and like right. hand to somebody else? That's definitely like when you're talking about how do you empower somebody or like yep. work in your area of expertise, joy, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think Same a little bit more of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, um, not grow bigger necessarily, but grow in sustainability yeah, and like just loving what I do and continuing to for like a long time to come. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think you have to go through that phase of grind mm-hmm. a little bit. Like you're like, for me, it was like, okay, I have like a, a family to support. And so I'm going to give full effort to this. Yeah. Um, I have clients to serve that are needing help. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. but at a certain point it's like, Hey, how do I make sure that I'm making it to like, the games that my kids are playing and yeah. all that type of stuff. I've always done that, but it's been very hard to like keep the pace of with it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like my next focus is like, Hey, how do I make this sustainable for the long term? With family. Yeah. With my family and like of the business, like enjoying it and showing up every day and like feeling like, Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. That's, that's the why, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm serving somebody that's needing help and I love doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think that's really kind of the next phase is like, okay, get more back into the area of like, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm, what I love and I'm good at, which is not necessarily at all outsourcing all of the people that I see to other people. Yeah. It's like 
some of that though is admin work that can be offloaded, yeah. you know, that I need to do that. So that's yeah. kind of like the next phase is, is making it sustainable. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody's always looking and readjusting <laughs> their business to, you know, tweak it, to make it fireproof essentially yes. through any season, any market. Well, for me, real estate, but for you, like, you know, years of like how it fluctuates with, you know, the economy and mm -hmm. everything like that, where somebody says it's worth it to pay you independently or, you know, vice versa. So mm -hmm. Um, I think as people listen to this podcast and they are in Reading or, you know, nearby um, and you're looking for more of like a more of like the structure of how you see physical therapy, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, um, they can find us on uh, social media it would be at Active PT Reading um, and then on like Facebook or Instagram. And then also just going onto our website. Like if somebody, I don't have to have a doctor's referral to see clients. And so, um, if somebody was wanting, what was wanting to see like, Hey, what can you do for me? Can you help me with this yeah. issue? You can go to our website mm -hmm. and that's at activeptreading.com. Mm -hmm. And then you just like, there's a form on there where you can put in what you're dealing with and like submit, you know, a little bit, bit of information. Then we'll follow up with you. Like, Hey, does it sound like something we can help you with? If not, Here's I'll give you a recommendation yeah. of like where you might find that help. And in I know the that area. you also go in-house too, which is, or yes. mobile, which is, yep. you know, nice to. That's how I started. How it started. Yes, yeah. right. So Started from the roots. Right. <laughs> um, well, this has been fun. I super appreciate it. So if you are, you know, needing physical therapy or you got something a little bit out of it, go give Christian a follow on Active PT on Instagram or on Facebook. I'll learn more about his heart in serving our community and we'll see you next week.